What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Oh my God, it's like, wait, like, how new There's more. What's up? <laughs> Like, Persians, like, we're so, like, trigger-happy and so excited to just throw engagements and weddings during, like, corona time because they finally have a legal excuse not to invite half the Persian community in America. Oh, well, also known as, like, inviting selective friends and family. This is like, well, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> Live from Soho Grand. Uh, you make us sound so bougie and fancy like <laughs> no rooms are a hundred dollars a night it's actually everybody what? should be staying here it's they're a hundred a night yeah it's such a nice hotel for a hundred a night yeah i'm shocked i feel like i shouldn't have i just, am in we, shock maybe we should like because i'm uploading this episode tomorrow it's like not really safe to give my i'll just bleep out do you actually think people care where you are yeah, who I do you think stalker. you are? What do you mean? I also have a stalker. Who are your stalkers? The the guy from the census. Oh, whoa. No, also the guy when you worked at the restaurant who would call you every day. Oh, my God. That was okay, so creepy. Oh, my God. Yeah, he literally him. used to ask me, like, where I am and how long I'm going to be there. And, like, oh, you're with your friends, but come spend time with me. I'm like, I don't know you. Okay, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yours seem like harmless, like, Persian creepy man stalkers. Like, I guess. I yeah. didn't, the episode where I talked about this, we didn't upload. But, yeah, believe it or not, there are episodes we don't upload. <laughs> Pe- people weird. are going to be like, wait, they choose what they're going to put on? It sounds like they just, like, yeah. post all the quotes share that comes <laughs> yeah, out of their mouth. <laughs> um, no, there was this girl recently messaged me on Twitter uh, for those listening i i don't have that like very active on twitter i would say about myself so this girl messaged me and she said oh uh, have you have you dated this guy whose name was so and so and then i or she was like oh i'm so sorry you dated this guy uh he, i also was dating him like he's crazy like so sorry for what you went through and like i I didn't recognize the name of this guy, and I messaged her back, like, I don't know who this guy is, um, and I don't know who you are, quite frankly. Like, I was just kind of annoyed. I'm usually nice to strangers. Like, even stra- I'm really nice to strangers on the internet. I'm not, like... But I don't know, it was I just, I feel like, like Millie could come off so cold in person, but <laughs> to strangers on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> so Since your parents ever teach was- you about strangers on the internet? <laughs> um yeah i mean that's that's like needs a whole other episode um but yeah then she just kept insisting that i knew who this guy was and i said no i really don't know who he is and then she sent a photo and then i recognized his photo that like was this avatar like his thumbnail whatever avatar avatar on twitter but i never met this person in real life like i just know that they were like some sort of retarded minion of my ex and like worked in tech and just like harassed me like two years ago on twitter and then i just like blocked them i think i just wrote like oh stop messaging like whatever i don't 
like fuck off or something like that like, so they per- they lied and like pretended and then, that yeah the I, that happened yeah. to me twice in my life i had two guys in my life um lie and tell people i was their girlfriend and um i was just very insulted because i'm like these were two people i would not want my name attached to like no offense to them but whatever like who gives a shit about them they're assholes but, like, yeah, they would, like, go around lying, saying I'm their girlfriend. And then, like, people would come up to me, like, oh, you're so-and-so's girlfriend. And I would, like, throw a fucking fit in public. I'd be, like, no. Um, but I think it's kind of fucked up for people to, like, connect your name to theirs when you have nothing to do with them. It, like, taints yeah. your name for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I didn't care that much because I, I don't really know anyone in common. I guess it's just part of, like, Indian tech scene, like, tech New York tech scene, whatever. It's not... I guess that sounds problematic when I put it that whatever um but to me it wasn't like oh no like I kind of don't care but it, it just was really freaky that like someone who I have like never really gave any thought to like the past two years has been thinking about me so often to make up such like lies about me and to even say what my sexual preferences are like that's what she told like so much Ew. weird stuff and it's like well i mean alleged sexual like said i oh, was yeah. into weird stuff not that there's anything wrong <laughs> not with that weird there's stuff. anything into weird yeah but it's like i can't believe that i don't know that like that's so creepy i don't know how we got uh, oh in in the sense uh, yeah because i we brought yeah you're saying I that you I'm do saying, have stalkers yeah like i'm not trying to sound cool but it's just like, I don't have friends, but I have stalkers. <laughs> like, that's where I... What am I, then? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, this Millie. This is just, like, a like high-level stalker friendship. Isn't that, like, the highest level of friendship where, like, we stalk each other? So you're saying I'm a stalker, not a Like, friend. maybe we're just mutually stalking each other. I guess that's what friendship is, in a sense. It's, yeah. like, a, it's a stalker that you accept into your life like as your I, like, stalker, care. and you stalk them back. Like, text me when you get home. It's, like, I already, like... <laughs> that's the- like, I already have your location on my phone. You don't- Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, when I used to tell... Um, yeah, only my closest friends have my location on their phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, when I used to tell them, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm ready. I left the house. I'm on my way to pick you up. And, like, they would text me back, like, Natalie, I see your location. You're still at home. <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, ah, I forgot you have my location. You're my stalker. They're my stalker. And I'm their stalker. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's sweet in a way. Yeah, like, when my friend lies and says she's home, but I can see she's going to hang out with that boy that everyone told her not to hang out with. <laughs> We're her stalker. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with, like, a well-intentioned stalker as well. No, of course, because, like, it's, like, what's that movie where this guy is this girl's stalker, but he actually saves her life, like, a million times? It was a movie. Like, I don't know. Like, everyone thinks he's, like, a creepy stalker, but really, like, he would stalk her and, like, literally save her life all the time. You? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely wasn't you. Um... I couldn't watch that whole show. I just watched, like... Oh, the second season was so weird. I just watched, like, two... Like, I, I don't know. I think I watched halfway into the first season. How but creepy is it to think that you could be dating someone who, like, low-key is, like, a serial killer? And you don't know? Yeah. I don't know. I recently started dating for someone for the first time in my life. I'm oh, yeah? Let's in talk a relationship. about that. Well, we're not going to talk too much about no, it. No, I want Because he's one of our biggest fans, and he listens to every episode, so... <laughs> When he hears this episode, he'll be smiling like, "Ah, oh. so you should only have good things to say." <laughs> um, yeah, this is really big. Yeah, we're not gonna say his name though, because you know. No, that's fine. I don't think he doesn't relevant. need any more stalkers. He has enough stalkers. So yeah, you guys both get stalked a lot. I mean, well, he has a bigger following than we do in the industry he works in, so he has a lot of stalkers. And how do you? How does that make you feel? That he has a bigger following? Yeah. No, not that, not a comparison to you. <laughs> that, that he has he stalkers? Has, yeah. I love it. Like, I told him when we're out together, if girls go up and flirt with him at a party, I want him to flirt back because I enjoy people wanting what I have. And I trust him so much in our relationship that I know he wouldn't cheat on me and he wouldn't, like, do anything with these girls. So, like, I, like, enjoy watching girls flirt with him because, like, I like when someone wants what I have. Um, how long have you guys been seeing each other? uh we've been official for three weeks so it's fairly oh, new That's um, so sweet. first relationship honestly even before like 
I guess I could talk a little bit about like how we met and stuff and like why I trust him so much. Um, so basically we met at a party, like someone's like private rooftop in Brooklyn. He was DJing and whatever we were talking. And at first he wanted kind of like to get more serious than I did because I'd never been in a relationship. I mean, neither had he, but like I'm just Oh really? It's his first relationship. He had one relationship in college like years ago, but okay. like it wasn't like that serious. Um but but basically like I've always been more cautious of like a like not attachment, but like of commitment, I yeah. guess. I'm kind of a commitment phobe in some ways, if you haven't noticed. Um, it's I think it's part of being a Gemini. I don't know. <laughs> um, a certain type of Gemini. Yeah, a certain type of Gemini, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of more like pushing away the more he tried to like hold on tight, and he realized that. So he had texted me like, "Oh, I think I need space from you, whatever," because like it's like not good for me because I see that like you're like resisting. I was like, okay. So I th- when he said, like, space, I thought he meant, like, that's it. Like, it's done forever. But he said the whole time his intention was to just give me space to breathe so I wasn't feeling suffocated. And then to come back, but come back with a better approach. And that's what he did. Like, he came back, like, a week later and, like, came back into my life and, like, came back a with A week a- later? Yeah. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that, that was him giving me... It was very hard for him. He had to hold back so hard, apparently. That's what that's he says. Cute. I wonder what he's going to say when he hears this episode and how much I'm twisting the situation. No, but that's really what he said. He's like, it felt like way more, but like I couldn't like wait that much longer. Um, but he came back with a much more chill approach and he was like way more like relaxed and not as like suffocating. And like it actually gave me time to like kind of meet up with him and be on the same like page as him. Um, yeah, so the reason why I trust him so much is because um, during that week, like... I had hooked up with a few people and so did he and he told me that the first time we hung out after him texting me again which was like a week after that week so it was like two weeks of not seeing each other Mm -hmm. he said the first time we hung out even though it was just like as friends in a group setting um he said he messaged all those girls that he had hooked up with during the time where we didn't see each other and told them like sorry there's someone I'm interested in I don't want to talk to you anymore so like we weren't official, we weren't exclusive, we weren't anything, and he was already cutting up like other people off just to like focus on me. Oh wow! Yeah. So he's, yeah, he he's committed. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, back to the whole stalker thing. I'm I like when he asks <laughs> stalkers. Back to the whole stalker <laughs> no, because you're. <laughs> that's how we got more to this. <laughs> relationship. Um. Yeah, we could talk yeah. about relationships. Relationships are interesting. It's it's a commitment. I didn't realize that when you like say yes to a relationship, there's commitment that comes with it, apparently. Yeah, that's kind of part of the... And like, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do for another person. Well, that's kind of part of being an adult. That's wild to me. It's a whole new world that I never had been a part of until now. Yeah, but it sounds like... Like, you're now seeing that there are positive, like, benefits. It's not just... Oh, for sure. There's so many positive benefits. Like, I think you viewed relationships a bit negatively. I think it's just... Before. Now I'm... Okay, well, like, to put it this way, like, I'm dating a DJ. So, like, it, like... I think I needed to be in a relationship with someone who's more on my page as opposed to someone who's, like... Yeah, you were you were associating relationships with someone who would slow you down, like you thought it would like kind of damp your social life. Yeah. Whereas like he's on the same speed as you. Uh, sometimes like, I'm still to... a little faster than him, You're and like my friend Hadar was like, "Only you would out party a DJ," and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, even with a DJ, I'm still a little bit too much at times for him and he's like he's like oh like after my dj set like what if we just go straight home and like sleep and i'm like no but there's an after party and he's like you're a little crazy um yes yeah, sometimes like our set like what hour does he usually dj um it really depends like this past weekend was like his longest set that he's ever played it was a six hour set oh wow um so he played from six what was it he played from 6 to 8, and then again, he had a set from 8 to 10. And then I think he had a one-hour break, and then played again. 
or a two-hour break, and then he played again from 12 to 2. And then, so you were there at this? Yeah. And, like, what do you do while he's DJing? Well, I usually invite a lot of friends. Like, 10 of my friends came that night, and we just all partied while he DJed. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. And, like, here and there, he would, like, motion to me to, like, come behind the DJ booth so he could, like, say hi to me and, like, kiss me or something. That's so cute. Oh, wait, did did we explain that I just got to New York? Because I just really, because it sounds weird that it's like, oh, I'm asking you, like, what you do. Oh, yeah. I mean, me and Millie haven't seen each other in months. Yeah. If, honestly, I thought it was, like, four months. Yeah, it's only been two months, I guess, since I left New York. That's wild. But, um... Yeah, I I think it's, I was going to ask what you did this week. So that was, which night was that then? Oh, also for the record, for our listeners, I'm not dating a Persian DJ who's on his way to become a doctor. Like, he's actually, like, a professional DJ. He, like, also produces music. He has his own record label. He's not, like, a... One of those okay. weird, like, I DJ Persian weddings and I am going to be doctor. Like, he's not one of those. I don't think anyone thought that. I'm, that just, be, I'm just clearing the air. Date, I want <laughs> to date, date that guy as, like, a social experiment. Like, oh the Persian God. bar mitzvah DJ. Exchange oh, my God. Ew. That's my favorite type of music. <laughs> Everyone check out my hot mitzvah. <laughs> Honestly, I love that playlist. all the fingers are at. Um... So, which night was this? This, this was, was like, Friday night, and oh, you landed okay. Saturday, yeah, I got like here midday. Morning. Yeah. It's today, Sunday. Um, yeah, when I, what I did this weekend, so I flew to New York with my cousin and my uncle, and me and my cousin had booked a hotel room for a week. And then the hotel was right next to my old apartment. I'd stay there a million times, like, whenever my parents would visit. And we get to the hotel, and it's, like, completely closed. Like, we're there with all of our luggages, which I thought was so bizarre. Like, how could you accept our reservation? Is luggage just a word, or is plural for luggage luggage. just luggage? It's just luggage. Did I say luggage? You said luggages. Luggage. (laughs) That's so weird. I was even thinking about yesterday when I was writing luggage, like, Oh god! I <laughs> gone. Just, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm happy you said that actually. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so you're standing so, with all your luggages. <laughs> my luggage, <laughs> luggages, uh, and yeah, they like these two guys came out and they're like, oh, the hotel's completely closed, and it's like, well, why did like why did we get an email about like your new up to date protocols on COVID and all this stuff like how like how are we not informed like i just think that's so crazy yeah and then the three of us just had to find like a hotel to stay for last stay in last night um and it was really small but it's actually i want to kind of like bash on the one hotel so it was the (laughs) one hotel and it's like i i thought this was like a top like luxury leading hotel well it's supposed to be uh, it's literally, like, a $250, I mean, 250-square-foot room was considered, like, their penthouse thing, because, like, this was after my uncle name-dropped the owner or something, and, because uh, that's what Persians do, they name-drop. <laughs> like, excuse me, I know. Who's the owner of one hotel? What was his name? Is it Moynihan? Oh, yeah, my, no, very oh. shy or something. Oh. Uh, I don't know how I, I never remember names. My cousin Elias in the background, though. <laughs> What are you She's eating? eating? Peanut M and M's. Oh my like, god! Can I have bed. one? <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic Alaya. That's our audience. Um, yeah, that's her audience, and that's also my cousin international. Okay, she's. I need to cut this out. She's giving me. It. <laughs> I took two. Um, <laughs> okay, we don't have to cut it out now. <laughs> no. So yeah, the room was so small. Do you have anything, Elia, to say about the state of the room? I feel like you. I just... <laughs> I could speak? Yeah. yeah. No, I just want to have a moment to talk about how bad Elia's like, should I side language it to you? Like, what do I do? No, so first of all... Can you come closer? Yeah. First of all, it was absolutely ridiculous that this is one of their larger rooms when... And, like, I'm pretty, like, no... Like, I know about New York hotel rooms, how they're small, but this room was, like really small and it was like 
<laughs> it was like almost like $500 a night for this tiny room. And like, there was nothing luxurious about it. Like there was like moss growing from like the walls. Plants everywhere. Plants so everywhere. Plants there were like spiders. There were spiders everywhere. Like, like, I'm not into this millennial minimalist plant bullshit. Like, no. Yeah, everyone knows that indoor plants bring bugs. And there was so many plants. It was like, like the house in Jumanji when like, the house started, like, if anyone knows this reference, like, the house started just, like, growing plants, like, everywhere and became kind of, like, a greenhouse. That was the vibes. Yeah, and then I was, like, <laughs> choking on, like, Santal 33, like, ass, oh my God. like, everywhere. Um, like, I feel like I still smell like a fuckboy. I need to take, like, two more showers. Like, I don't know what to do. I, um, like, I feel... <laughs> I don't know, I was gonna say, like, I feel less Jewish since I don't know what's... I don't know why. I don't know why I have to do it anyway. It's like so much for. I need like another day of atonement. This should have come before. Yeah. Anyways, one day of atonement is enough for me a year. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't use my phone on Yom Kippur. I thought you I usually would... use your phone on Yom Kippur. I wouldn't. I mean, usually I'm at like synagogue all day, but like. I think I use uh-huh. it, like, in between breaks. Uh-huh. No, I actually am. But I can't like, believe you used your phone on Yom Kippur. You're such a bad Jew. Okay. Um, we have different... I use my phone. We have different, uh... <laughs> we have different, uh... Ex- uh I think, uh... Traditions. Not expectations. Traditions. Not traditions, but definitions of being a good Jew. Are you trying to say I'm a bad Jew? No, I just think if you want to hold me to that standard, like, I'll flip that I mean, no, I'm kidding. But. No, I know, but I'm just starting to start drama. So, I didn't really feel different. Because I've like, actively tried to lower my screen time on my phone, mm-hmm. so I didn't really... I mean, like, I no just sleep through most me. of Yom Kippur, so... Okay, so I think that's... Like, I think you should be awake and, like, suffering. Like, what the hell is sleeping doing? I, I suffer in my sleep. <laughs> I saw the tweet that I suffered. Um, I get that. I I do suffer in my sleep. My dreams are so preoccupied that I never really like. I wake up looking tired. Speaking of dreams, in our next episode. Oh yeah, good time to plug that in. Um, we're gonna have on one of my friend's friend who's studying to become a psychologist. He's very cool and. Um, specifically interested in dreams, which is like something me and Natalie talk about a lot. So we're gonna have him interpret some of our recent dreams. But if you would like to send us some weird reoccurring dreams you guys have had in your lives, DM us on Instagram. You know how to contact us, and we can we'll send keep it, it anonymous. Yeah, because we know I mean, how much fine. Persian people love to be anonymous. Yeah, you you also you don't need to be Persian sent to us, but. You could be anonymous and non-Persian. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Kharijis are anonymous. Yeah, maybe. A Persian recently told me I can't be, I can't say Kharijji. They're like, you're Kharijji. And I was like, excuse me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to explain the definition of Kharijji like in English for kharaji all the Kharijji people? It just means foreigner. Um, and... When this person said this to me, and I, I said, oh, really, like, is Kharaji, like, f- specifically foreign to Iran? And he was like, no, it's not. And I was like, all right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, find a word for that. And then he did, actually. Oh, wow. Um, but I'm forgetting. But it was, like, an academic term. Not not really used in, like, mm. everyday parlance. Uh, how do we... Oh, we, this I was describing like my weekend, yeah, in the one hotel situation, and, and the fact that you haven't been here in months. I mean, I I was last here in July. I left at the end of July. Yeah, because you were here for Anna's birthday. Yeah, if that's how we're measuring. <laughs> no, because I remember the first weekend that you weren't here is the weekend I met my boyfriend. Maybe, like, I was, it like, you just needed... Your to, bad luck? Yeah. Like, was, <laughs> we were spending too much time together. Like, I was the man in your life. I don't know. Maybe. No, I'm, I'm just trying to get <laughs> choked up there. But that is so... 
Yeah, it's so strange. Like, I left New York and so much changed within our friendship. Yeah, yesterday you were saying you feel like you missed a whole season of a show. show. It is like you missed a whole season. I haven't really changed, though. Like, I'm... Like, I would always tell my friends, like, I'm not one of those people that's going to get into a relationship and, like, disappear from the friend group and, like, always invite their boyfriend and, like, always do this. And, and like, they'd always be like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And, like, now everyone sees, like, I'm really not that type. I don't know. It's just not, it's not something I, I enjoy. Like, I'm, I'm never going to be happy not seeing my friends all the time. But, like, a lot of girls are like that. Yeah, I don't like when... People I have a lot of friends in relationships and like luckily they they're like they're still attentive and like come yeah. out but it's not like you have like, to force them to like people have to want to still see their friends and I happen to want to still see my friends yeah exactly yeah it's a shitty feeling to be like come on come on it's yeah. like how many times am I gonna come on for you to like come out it's like enough but um I don't know. Maybe you would turn into that person. It's only three weeks in. No. <laughs> I feel like if it, if anything, it happens in the first few months. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to start off not like that and then become that. Yeah. Also, he's very understanding of the fact of, like, the point that, like, I'm not that type of person. Yeah, no, he's probably attracted to the fact that, like, you have your own identity. Yeah, and, like, life, yeah very much you know? so. No, that's good. Um, I I wish like there, ha- I wish like you had missed the season on my life, but I I can't <laughs> I can't really say much for any ma- like major changes um, <laughs> in my life. But I don't know. Ask me some. Have, have, I don't know. Ask me some questions. Ask, ask me about me, Natalie. I want to talk about me now. <laughs> I don't know what, what's happening with you, Millie. Are you still single? <laughs> yeah, I'm still single. So, so. I, every time I want to say something, that I, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not going to say it. I just mumble it. Like, whenever <laughs> I edit that podcast, I'm like, wow, I don't finish sen- sentences. <laughs> like, it's either I d- I'm about to start saying something, and then I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> Or... I realize that there's a different way I want to make a sentence. It just goes to show how much I show how much I uh, don't think before I speak. <laughs> so I think if like, either of us like thought too much before we spoke, like the podcast would be super it, boring. It, no, but I think it wouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, true. So yeah, I, but I mean that's why like you know writing is always there like. And, that's so you can overthink and, like, edit and edit and edit. Yeah, well, there's different... There's a kind of writing that's about, like, not thinking before writing. It's called, like, phrasis. And it's just, like... I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's just writing immediately whatever comes to you. Mm-hmm. I took this writing class that we had to do that. It was, like, a kind of, like, art... Um, not criticism, not art criticism, but just, like, writing on art in general. We had to, like, go to museums and galleries and, like, look at a painting and immediately write what came to our mind, which, like, at first was so hard for me, mm-hmm. and I thought it was dumb. The teacher was, like, really free-spirited, and I don't like free-spirited people because <laughs> I'm toxic, and... <laughs> but it was, I think, even though it wasn't, like, a super academic class like there was no heavy course load like reading load or anything I I think it helped me a lot with writing because I get in my head so much with that yeah you just like immediately just say whatever like I think it's a really good practice for not just academic writing like any kind of writing um but yeah I I actually there's I wanted to talk to you about this, but I feel like it's kind of interesting to mention on the podcast because I feel like probably our listeners maybe saw that show Rami. Did you ever watch it? Did I bring this up to you? Rami? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, I never watched it, but I've heard about it. So, yeah, it's just like this show about this like millennial Egyptian guy who's... He's, he is Muslim, but like... 
the whole show is like he's about the fact that he's a very flawed character like he's a practicing muslim but then and he doesn't do drugs or drink but he like sleeps with women and like with like you know oh shit uh why does this always loosen i don't know But yeah, that's like, I think his main vice on the show is that he just, like, it's not necessarily that he's having a lot of sex, it's just like he's, I don't know, he's, like, the, what bothered me was that, I mean, which is fine, like, the show was very, it was admitting of the fact that he is a flawed character, like, yeah. there was no hiding of that, but um, he needed Islam to, like, remind him of morals he needed religion to like force him to be a good person yeah like i feel like me and you talk about this all the time like that's the worst reason to be religious but like that's always it's the worst reason to be a good person because you fear that you're gonna be smited if you're not you should be a good person because you want to be a good person that's like when my dad no but no not that like that's that's true but like there's also like another angle which is like i need i need this not like the fear of being like oh I'll be smiling. With the holidays just around the corner, Macy's makes it easy to get your online orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup or pickup inside the store. Need it now? Try same-day delivery powered by DoorDash, available in select locations. Plus, shop early and late with extended store hours right up to the last minute. And don't forget, if you're getting your purchases delivered by mail, make sure you place your order by December 18th on Macy's.com. Some exclusions apply. Pickup and same-day delivery valid for most in-stock items at select stores only. To, so. Smitted. <laughs> smitten. What's wrong with <laughs> um, It's also like the fact that you, like, that's your. Ugh, now I can't really articulate what I was. I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's just like that that's your motivation and um, it's like. You know, it's just, like, how people pick and choose. It's, like, oh, I, I don't use my phone on Yom Kippur, but then, like, yeah. you'll do something, like, and then, you know what I mean? But then it's, like, not always. Like, there was this friend I had who was Shomer Shabbat, but he would, like, watch so much gay porn, and I was, like, and, and like, but, like, there was an emergency one time, and I was, like, I called him a million times, and he was, like, it's Shabbat, and I was, like, you're watching gay porn, like, fucking answer my phone. <laughs> and, um, so the show is kind of outlining the hypocrisies, I guess, of that, but, which is fine, but. I mean, in reality, I feel like I know so many people like that. They're like, oh, I keep kosher and I keep Shabbat, but, like, I fuck bitches, like. Yeah, and then, like, he, w- he had an affair with this married woman in the show, and then, like, he would just go to the mosque after and pray, and it's like. I think that's so defiling to a religion. And then, but that wasn't even what I, like, that wasn't my criticism. I'm just talking about, like, being annoyed at the character, which is, like, good. Like, that, that that's what yeah. they wanted. I would say it was just, like, the, it was just very, like, kind of, like, millennial style, which annoyed me. But the <laughs> thing that annoyed me, like, my core issue with the show was the depiction of his mother i feel like it was trying to be woke like oh wow like his mother is actually really nuanced she's not like a typical middle eastern mom but i think they actually made her look really dumb like first like she's just always trying to give people food and like she has no interest but then like there's another episode that like gives more insight into her day-to-day life and she starts trying to drive uber because she's essentially bored and then she just like constantly says like politically incorrect things like political like now in our society deemed politically incorrect but mm-hmm. just like insensitive things and i guess i didn't like how like kind of clueless she's portrayed as because i don't i don't know and then but then it's like oh but she actually speaks french so like that was her that was like her moment of vindication um, and then, like, there was, of course, like, the super liberal daughter is like, Mom, you can't say that. They're trans. And it's like, you're so dumb and, like, you Muslim mom. Like, that was, like, that was the daughter. And it, I don't know. It was just really cringe to me. And I, I'm trying to stop saying cringe because that itself is so cringe. But, <laughs> um, 
But then it got to a point where, like, they were just trying to push so much of this political agenda where, like, the daughter, like, starts saying that the mom acts like Trump because she says whatever is on her mind. And then when her the mother is being sworn in as a citizen of the United States, she's, like, in the room and uh, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, and she's looking at the photo of... Uh, president trump Mm. and she's like in her head or like she's whispering like i'm not going to be like you fucking trump you are fucking loser like you're going to die and it's like i just thought like what like it's just what are you doing like you're a tv show and that was so kind of transparent and desperate like just to be interesting i just thought it was kind of like inappropriate and like this is why progressivism has failed because like there is no plan it's just about like talking about how much you hate trump (laughs) and just like okay and then what (laughs) and then what i mean this show just sounds like a little too obvious yeah it was just like trying to fulfill whatever agendas he had yeah I, i don't know I like that he was trying to give an opportunity because, you know, there were episodes that one would be just about the sister and then another would be about his, like, fucked up racist gay uncle and then another would be about his father. Like, and it's interesting because it, like, you know, there are crossovers with Persian culture where, Mm -hmm. like, you don't see the day-to-day life of the dad. Like, yeah, he comes off very, um, not simple, but just, like, insensitive and like um unattentive but it's like he's actually under so much stress financially and like in the show he's like the father actually lost his job and he doesn't want to tell anyone because he doesn't want to stress them out so like i think that's really interesting it's kind of like when we had my brother on and like a few episodes ago where we read that listener's question about like why this guy isn't this like the this girl who was having a fight with this guy she was seeing and then my brother was like well like he's probably insecure because he's not making money like a lot of not not that like with men their only issue is financial but like that's a really uh big pressure in our culture that i feel like is overlooked like everyone's obsessed with like whatever we're having sex with as Mm -hmm. women and like for men it's like they're everyone's obsessed with how much money they have like you need to like see you need to see like physical checks of how much money they have for them uh, to marry your daughter and stuff like that. Like, there's, like, kind of modernized forms of dowries, I think, for oh, people's for sure. families. Yeah. Like, it's not as transactional, but it's, like, they need some sort of proof. Well, back in the day, wasn't a dowry, like, we'll pay you to take our daughter off our hands? And that's why the bride side usually pays for the wedding. It's a form of a dowry. Like, the... What? What? Real Alaya, are you? Can you? Fa- I'm fact checking with you. No, I thought. I thought dowry is the opposite. Yeah, dowry is no. like, oh, I'll give you. Like for for me to have your daughter, here's here's like our sheep. Yeah. I I thought dowry was like, thank you for taking our daughter off our hands. Here's money. No. 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 It's like what? like in the olden days, it was like. Oh, like what? Wait, can, can we look this up? Because I feel like you guys are what wrong. Farm, okay, farm look it up. Do you have like, like? Yeah, oh, I'll give you. Sheep. I'll give you some like, good here's one of my sheep for your daughter. I lost my Bora accent. I used to be really good at it. Alright, I'm gonna look up Dari. You lost your Bora accent. I, oh, Bora's coming out with a new movie. I know. I'm really excited. Yeah, I hope it's good. Can somebody else look it up? I have Metro PCS and I can't search anything. Yeah, I just. I just really thought a diary was like daughters no. were considered so like useless. No, I mean I wonder if there's like a reverse dowry. Yeah, it's like a dowry is a transfer of parental property, gifts, or money at the marriage of a daughter. A dowry contrasts with the related concepts of bride pi- price and dower. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, you have to pay for the woman. I don't know why I've seen in movies where, like, a dowry was, like, 
we're gonna offer this nice man our finest pig for marrying our daughter and taking her oh, off our hands okay, because our daughter now no, becomes their financial yeah, burden I think there is there is that kind of dowry um you're right, but that's... But yeah, because when you marry two. off your daughter, she officially becomes the other family's financial no, burden. No, I think there's just two different kinds, but not this oh. one is also saying money or property brought by a woman to her husband at marriage. Okay, so, no, yeah. You're right, okay, so there's two types of dowries. So learn something. So, okay, so I have a question. In Persian culture, whose family usually pays for most of the wedding? Um, the bride side? I think the bride side. Okay, I feel like that's a dowry. That's like, thank you for taking our daughter off our hands. She's now your financial responsibility. We are going to pay for this party to celebrate you taking her away. Wait, I also, Aliyah knows more about this stuff. She's engaged. Aliyah! Aliyah, we need your help. None of us are engaged. <laughs> <laughs> We're clueless single spinster woman. Please help us. Hey, you're... <laughs> you can't, you can't oh, I'm not single anymore. anymore. I'm sorry. You're, yeah, you're in a relationship. Alaya, yeah, we need um, wedding advice, and we're not, neither of us are engaged. We need you in, to help us. In Persian culture, who typically pays for the wedding? Which side? The bride or the groom? I thought in Persian culture, I'm not sure. Oh my god. Um, but in white culture, I know that, like, the, the girl pays. You see? No, I think that's a... So, so it's a form of dowry is it, what I'm trying to say. We, we looked it up and we realized that dowry is also yeah. the bride side paying off the, the groom side, thanking them, because, like, when your daughter gets married, she officially becomes the other family's financial burden. Yeah. So, so, so I was saying there was a type of dowry where you like pay the groom side to like thank them for taking their daughter off their hands. So I'm saying now that's why the bride side pays for the wedding because they're paying for this party to thank the groom side for taking their daughter. Yeah, I also think also like brides like are also like super controlling and they just like want things, things done a certain way. way. So then they'll just pay for it, I guess. But like I think like nowadays it's just like whoever has money pays or like you split it yeah no i don't know about splitting it but i feel like maybe in persian culture it's whoever's family has more money mm. but i think like yeah the the groom fit like they pay for the engagement because like engagement parties are basically weddings now i don't know i've been to weddings where like specific size of the family paid for specific things and they made sure to mention it during the wedding like oh you like these flowers i bought all of them wow, like really? yeah that's so, that's so terrible i know but i also oh, think like in like nowadays like people just split it well i guess like in some cases like if one family has like a lot more money than the other then they wouldn't want to split it because yeah. they don't want to have a cheap wedding just because their daughter's marrying into like a Family of lesser stature. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh -huh. No, uh huh. Uh, I don't know. Like in my parents' case, like neither of them had fathers. Like both of their fathers passed away. And they're both older, so they were paying for their own wedding. And my dad wanted like a very minimalist wedding. My mom wanted to like go out with a bang. Yeah, you mentioned. So like. <laughs> He paid for, like, the minimal stuff, and she... Are you okay? Are you having a butt cramp? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Okay, Millie's fine. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so anything extra she wanted, she paid for. Yeah, no, I, so I started laughing hysterically because I was saying how you had brought this up before. Uh, I always laugh whenever I, I thought, because we always... I feel like everyone always... Tells you. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a we had a listener um <laughs> give us a review saying Natalie repeats her stories a lot and I'm like thanks, fuck you. It's her charm. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> <dementia>. <laughs> I'm happy you find my dementia endearing. We have different forms of like autism. Okay, I need to stop. Millie I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys. <laughs> You're gonna get us cancelled. I mean I think I think we like can't ever be canceled because our whole podcast is about talking about things that people would 
normally get canceled for yeah, talking that's so about. True. Exactly. That's the whole point of We're our podcast. We're uncancelable. You can't cancel us. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Remember the like fuck cancer things? Yeah. Like, fuck fuck canceled. canceled. Yeah, I like that. Canceled. Um I forgot what I was gonna say about weddings. Oh, and engagement. Oh, because I said like how engagements are so big these days. Um I think this was like also something we talked about in the episode that we didn't upload where so many or maybe we oh. talked about how there's been just like so many No, yeah, I talked about my meme. We didn't upload this. Yeah. So basically, I mean, anyone who's listening probably saw my my meme that like well, that was uploaded to our podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, no, because they might think, like, oh, it's on our profile. No, yeah, I, I don't make memes for my own profile. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just make my own personal memes? That'd be so weird. Well, I mean, the thing is, I suck at making memes, but I do make personal memes. <laughs> <laughs> medieval memes. Like, yeah. I get it from upstairs, but I just do it like, it's like a collage kind of. Also, it's usually on your story a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but basically, um, we have a meme on our podcast instagram page that's like um like persians like we're so like trigger happy and so excited to just throw engagements and weddings during like corona time because they finally have a legal excuse not to invite half the persian community in america oh well also known as like inviting selective friends and family like, that are really wealthy invite, yeah, yeah you like, you invite people of the highest stature to make like, yourself look better yeah but like won't invite your, your first cousin that's like not cool out, enough like the whatever yeah persian scene yeah <laughs> so that's the thing no i know so many people like uh-huh. uh, persians are like typically social climbers so they'll invite people to their dinner parties and to like their Wait. weddings and stuff that just make them look better even though they're not close and they'll exclude their like sister who's like a quote-unquote like loser in the community yeah i was thinking i don't know if this was on an episode where we said this out loud or a conversation i had with my brother but there were someone again was like asking about like oh persian iranian and my brother was like no no no, no. I, we only say persian to like let you know we're from the specific like terrible subset of persians <laughs> in los angeles and new york like separate like from actual like that's like that's the signifier that's really accurate that is accurate i don't don't want to you know disgrace iranians right now um so yeah that's why we say persian to let you know we're part of this (laughs) people uh who social climb um and like discriminate against people with yeah oh disorders. my god persians are such social climbers like actually and like disgusting yeah um but yeah you got invited to a wedding this week yeah you must be kind of cool yeah well it's not like it's a second <laughs> marriage but oh okay i think that's it but a lot of my family they married like ashkenazi jews so it's like it's basically it's not really persian oh okay it's very not yeah not at all okay so you're not that cool. I'm not, yeah. But, I mean, I think he's very cool. Okay, well, so. as long as you think so. <laughs> but, yeah, excited to go to the... I'm actually happy I wasn't invited to any weddings this summer. Like, sometimes, like, it's just, like, a wedding falls on a night where I'd rather be doing something else. And it's just, like, now I have to go to this wedding and show face. And if I don't go, my mom's, like, going to yell at me. It's just the whole thing. Love a, I love a good wedding. Um, I just I feel like um, the vows these days have been like more particularly phony. Do you generally go to weddings that have vows? Can I say Elias that? saying no. Come here. You have to talk into the mic. Come talk into the mic. Come here. I just have to say this. I mean, I've been going to like a lot more weddings because. Because my fiance's like family, there's they have like a million family members, and they're all like in their late twenties, so they're all getting married. And I've gone to like so many. Like I used to not go to like any at all before, and I've noticed like in these well, they're mostly Israeli. Like in the Israeli culture, like everything is said in Hebrew. Like I mean, is this like a normal thing that like everything is said in Hebrew? The girl like barely even says a word, and then like and then like they say Mazel Tov, and he. Yeah, they gen- the they thing. generally don't do vows. And then they kiss, and I and I was like, 
Wait, when did they say, like, I do? Or, like, when does the girl say anything? No, there's no I do. It's, um, it's when he puts the ring, he's like, and it's like, and in Hebrew they say, like, um, whatever, they do everything in Hebrew. So I'll understand it. I'll understand the I do part. Okay, good for you. Well, anyway, yeah, the Persian weddings, they do do Okay, vows. well, Elias talking oh, about Israeli do? weddings. Okay, who does vows? Really <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, they but, do do vows at yeah. Who does va- I've never been to a Persian wedding. I'm sorry, I've never been to a Persian wedding that did vows. I guess, like, I've never been to a Persian wedding. Maybe I don't go to modern weddings. I don't know, but the Persian weddings I go to, like, they don't do vows. Yeah, it's everything is, like, done in heat. Like, only, like, the rabbi talks. They do this, like, seven prayers thing. I even actually went to, like, an, like my cousin who got married here last year. She's American, and she married, like, an Ashkenazi, and they're, they're like, white. They're, like, not even that religious. And, like, the whole thing was done in, like, Hebrew, and, like, they said nothing themselves. And, like, yeah. well, I guess, like, the, the rabbi actually said it said the prayers in English. But, like, the couple themselves didn't really say anything personal to one another or say I do. It was really weird. And I was like, is that just, like, what happens now? Like, I always thought it was, like, the movies, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've been to weddings where they do vows. But, um... I feel like... I don't think... I don't think I want to do vows. I definitely want to. Like, I need... I want to say I do. Like, no, but but I do you want to write specific specific vows and be like, ever since you came into my life, you've been my light and. Uh, it doesn't have to be like, like annoying and corny. Like so what's that. it? So maybe sarcastic under my chuppah and be like. No, I don't know. You don't have to say fine. Genuine you and just sweet. Say so. It could be like really simple and short. Um, I don't know. Like I'm so happy to like make this official. I don't know. Oh, no. okay. oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, please please don't this. write your own vow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to get off your guys' podcast. So go um, no, I think I like having a lie in the background. I want you to hear for more <laughs> yeah. episodes. Um, I don't know. It's like a it's like when Mr. Big in Sex in the City is oh just like, oh, like Carrie. Any like, oh, sentence that starts like, it's like one with Mr. Big. Makes no, no, it has nothing to do with his okay. character. It's just Fine. like a style thing where like everyone says, oh, it's something he does is cheesy. Like Carrie's like, oh, this song is so cheesy. He's like, no, it's it's classic. Like that's sort of, like my view on a lot of things. Like it's not cheesy. Like it's it's class. It's just you know something you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, I also have seen a lot of like Suze Muni. Uh, vows, and I'm also going to take a moment to talk about the word Susamuni, which is apparently uh, this is a word I've been using for uh, quite some time. My mom's again going to kill me for putting her on blast for like these weird Teruni terms that like most Persians don't use. But um, apparently, like in the Iranian dictionary, it's defined as like Susan. something whorish or uh, sorry, or someone who does bad things. Like it doesn't really make sense, but just for me, uh, how I've heard it been being used uh, is kind of something kind of comical or trivial, or uh, I w- the description I've been giving to Khariji people is like, um, remember when people at high school would uh, come on their birthday with like balloons and like walk around all yeah. day. So I was like, that's Suzmuni. I like made, like cheesy vows like that. It's just that's like show offy. Not like... show offy. It's just like not, and it's not extra either. It's just kind of like laughable and like like something you would just go to, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, like or like roll your eyes up. Yeah. So okay, but it it's like it's a re- it encompasses a lot of things. Anyways, so I think vows could be done well. But one more thing that I have to criticize <laughs> about. Persian weddings is like I mean and probably we talked about this in an early episode but why does everyone have to dance down the aisle these days <laughs> Elijah just jumped out of bed yeah like I'm sorry this is not the place to dance down the aisle I want to walk gracefully down the aisle to okay you know, my problem is isn't the dancing my problem is anyone who's single yeah you're expected to invite them to walk down the aisle even if the whole ceremony ends up being an hour and a half because of this because it's like this is their time for everyone at the party to have their it's eyes like on a them ball. yeah so it's like this is their time for everyone at the party to have their eyes on them so they can be like oh i want that girl so it's like yeah. you're putting them on display to it's be bought yeah it's basically an auction and if you don't invite them to the auction it's like fucked up it's like how dare you not invite me to walk down the aisle i'm a poor single girl who needs a man like so rude of you like blah 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 um 
I hated being asked to walk down the aisle. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, why? I've only walked, like, one... No. Wait. I think just one of my cousins. Also, sometimes... I walked down the aisle to um, an orchestral cover of Hotline Bling. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was there to see that. Iconic. Oh, my That's amazing. Um, but sometimes they'll have you walk down the aisle with a male cousin from their other side yeah, of the so family to set you up. I don't think they were trying to set me up. They were they were trying to set me up, and then like years later, there was like a earthquake in New York, and he tried to like message me on Facebook and ask me if I'm okay, and I was like, this isn't a thing. That's like, such a good way to slide in a DM, like oh, I heard. Like before DMs were a thing, people would creepily just message you on Facebook. Hey, they would like wave at you first. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you still alive? Oh, you're still alive. Can I go on a date? with you <laughs> i wanted to be in like a poke war oh my god yeah i used to be i had a poke war with someone once with a crush i had we just like randomly poke each other yeah I mean, even when facebook was over i think we just started like kept poking each other as a joke it was such a sexual saw, thing it was like oh my god he poked me like, i don't know i think it's just like cutesy i don't know <laughs> but did you see that tweet recently is like um can you imagine being a seventh grader and seeing the inside, the inside of your, your crush's, crush's room, room on, on zoom? zoom yeah oh my um, god yeah, <laughs> That's a huge point. That's so hot. Um, but I remember, like, when I was walking, like, about to walk down the aisle with my cousin. I mean, my cousin's cousin. Uh, he was like, oh, hey, so, like, I'm going to, like, dance. Are you down? Like, I think he already knew from my whole vibe that, like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> from the look that's constantly painted on your face. <laughs> and, like, my outfit. I. <laughs> uh, and I was, he's like, yeah, so I'm dancing. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not. And he's like, oh, you don't feel awkward? I'm like, no. <laughs> so you walked while he danced? Well, like, we were hand in hand. Oh, God. Not hand, like, arm in arm, whatever. Like, and then he was doing some, like, Persian motion with his hand, like, arm, like, putting it up. And I was yeah. just like, Princess Di walking down. Wow. <laughs> just compared <laughs> yourself to Princess Di. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so... So yeah, that's my yeah. There's too many. The things are too long. Yeah, and it's not a, like why. It's just nobody cares. I don't like, do like, the dance party after. Yeah, it's like this is. You know what I mean? Like, what do you? Whatever. I guess for some people. It's... But like, also, it's just like. At a certain point, it's just like this is too many people. Like. Like, first cousins... Oh, no. Some people have, like, a lot of first cousins. Yeah. Aliyah's fiancé has 93 first cousins. On one side. On one side of the family. It's over 100 in total, right? Yeah. Okay. It's really insane. No, how that's many, ridiculous. How, that's just too many, like, people walking down the aisle. I think if it's more than, like, 30, it's too many. Oh. Okay, yeah. That's, that's a lot of people. <laughs> No, because that's, if you think about it this way, it's 30 divided by 2, so it's, like, because it's usually two people at a time, so it's, like, 15. I feel like that's an average of how many people walk down the aisle, no? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. If it's more it's than that, it's just, like... People are going to, like, turn around with their necks. Yeah. And then it becomes comical. It's, like, wait, <laughs> it's still going on? It's I just, like, you why. want the bride to come out already. It's just, like, okay, like, this is what we're here for. Recently, I keep referencing this, like, old SNL uh, skit that was, like, from 10 years ago or something, not super old, like, 10 years ago. I think it was, like, the Taco King or, like, the burrito where they just, like, kept adding, or it was, like, a pizza where they basically just put every kind of food in the world on it. And I just, I, I, I keep referring that, like, referencing that, too. It's, like, it just feels really referent. Uh, rah, 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 rah. Wow. <laughs> Feels reverent. Okay. <laughs> Taco Town, I think. Yeah, it was Taco Town of Bill Hader. And, like, it was. I think it was just making fun of those tacos that, like, have a lot of ingredients. But it's kind of like that. It's like, wait, like, how new? There's more? What happened? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway. Wait, what about weddings where they announce who's coming down the aisle? And now, Grandma! <laughs> Wow, there are people do that? Yeah. Everyone clap your hands for Grandma Hamid. Oh, I know. Hamid's a man's name. So, maybe it's a different kind of family. Everyone clap your hands for the transgender grandma. Yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to Hamid. Um, 
living her best life. Yeah, but there's definitely a lot of uh, weddings going on. Yeah. COVID. Well, yeah. But again, it's like, there's like convenient times to believe and to not believe in COVID. Right. I think that's such a, a telling thing of our society yeah these persian weddings it's like i believe in covid enough to not invite you but i don't believe in covid enough to have everyone wear a mask at the wedding to, oh to not have everyone wear a mask yeah like they believe in covid enough to the point where they don't want to invite certain people like they just use covid as an excuse to not invite people but yeah. then at the wedding nothing is actually covid friendly yeah it's like oh really like you didn't invite me because of covid like yeah. nothing at your wedding like is COVID friendly at all? Yeah, everyone's just fake. They they believe in COVID when like it's convenient for them, and then when it's not, it's like oh, COVID who? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Rona. Yeah, Miss Rona. Um. Well, should we should we stop yapping? it's been an hour i think they've they've had enough of us (laughs) it's nice to know they've missed us we've had some people tell us they miss us yeah but i think it was good also like we hadn't taken a break since march yeah yeah we needed the break yeah like energy and stuff yeah so much has happened since our last episode for you, oh. I don't know. We've well, things like, still happen in your life. No, that's Boyfriends true. aren't everything. No, I know. I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm just trying to be dramatic. Well, <laughs> as usual. Um, see you next week. See you next week. Or see, we're so pretty. See you next week. Like, there's no visuals <laughs> on podcasts. Like, it's so hard to explain that there's no visuals so, in what we do. To the so, so, what do you want us to say? Hear you next week. Like, that sounds weird. Yeah. I'll hear you later. <laughs> Meet you sonically next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> sonically. <laughs>